0: What's good, everybody? Welcome to the very special episode, kicking it with Tom, Champions League. Oh, this is the early edge, powered as always by Sportsline. Last week we were three and one, absolutely killed it every single match. You can see on Paramount Plus, but I got to tell you this: the Champions League is down to eight teams, and after this week, that number will be cut in half following the second leg of the quarterfinal stage. Now, if you haven't already, make the K Galasso podcast your audio outlet. For a complete Champions League coverage before and after the biggest matches, including PSG, Bayern Munich, Liverpool, Real Madrid. Follow Cade Galazzo for premier picks and immediate recaps of all the action. Download anywhere you find this podcast. Let's bring in the star of the show. Tom, take the bass out of your voice for Tommy, last week, $100 better with your wins and your parlays returning 437. Not a bad week.
1: No, I'd say it's a pretty good week, and I'm hoping we can have an even better one. We went 3-1. Let's go 4-0.
0: Let's do it. All right, let's jump right in. The first match, two on Tuesday, two on Wednesday, both on Tuesday. 3 Eastern, actually both wins there, 3 Eastern too. Uh, PSG beat Bayern Munich 3-2 in the first leg. Robert Lewandowski did not play. He won't play in this one as well. We cast the over last week. Pretty easy too, as my memory serves <laughs> me. Uh, here's what the numbers look like. PSG plus 190. F- uh, FSB comes back at plus 122. The draw plus 290. The total over 3.5, minus 105. The under coming back at minus 125. What do you like of this one?
1: Yeah, I I considered the over again because it was so easy last week, but I don't like the value on it this week as much. But one of the things you have to think about when doing the second leg of Champions League matches is we have to consider that the first match still counts and different teams are now going to be forced to have different approaches. And if we look at that first Mm -hmm. match, PSG won three to two. But if we look at the underlying stats and numbers, They got kind of lucky because if we look at the expected goals, Bayern actually won that one 3.1 to one and a half. Bayern had 31 shots overall. Twelve of them were on goal. Meanwhile, PSG only had six shots with four on goal. They were just incredibly efficient with them scoring on three of the four. So we look at this. PSG's got the lead on aggregate. Bayern has allowed three away goals, which is the tiebreaker if they're tied after end of, at the end of the first 90 minutes. So Bayern has to come out completely balls to the wall and go all out and score it at least two goals, and it's going to want to get to three goals to just make sure to get that tiebreaker situation evened out. So Bayern was pretty unlucky not to score at least three goals in the first match. Now that they have to, I really love the value on Bayern Munich over two and a half goals at plus 210. I think that that is way too much Use on this for what, considering what Bayern needs to do and the defensive problems that PSG had in that first match because I don't think PSG's goalie can make 10 saves again like he did in the first
0: match. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that plus money is nice. Plus 210, it's even nicer. All right, let's move on to game number two on Tuesday. It's Chelsea taking on Porto. Chelsea ran away with the first leg, 2-0. Again, we catch that one very easy, thanks to you, at minus 130. Here's what the numbers look like in this one. Chelsea, a healthy favorite, minus 124. Uh, Porto coming back at plus 340 as the underdog, and then the draw is plus 270. The total, Tommy, is over 2.5, minus 110. The under coming back at minus 120. What do you like?
1: Yeah, you know, this is a situation where Chelsea won the match, deserved to win the match. But if again, if we look at the stats and the underlying numbers, Porto got a little unlucky in this match, too. And actuality, Porto had more shots and more shots on goal than Chelsea did in that match. It's just, again, none of them went in the net. At the end of the day, that's what matters. But now that Porto's down 2 to nothing, we're coming into a situation where they have to score at least two goals to have a chance to move on. So they're going to come out very aggressive. The problem there is when you come out super aggressive, you're going to be vulnerable at the back on defense and against a Chelsea team that's likely to be starting Timo Werner and maybe Kai Vert's team that is great at counterattacking to begin with, you're going to give them plenty of opportunities to do what they love so I'm going with both teams to score here at minus 115 because Porto has been, that that, that 2-0 loss to Chelsea, it's only the second time in the Champions League this year that Porto's been shut out and they've been playing some very good teams They, they, they knocked out Juventus, they were in the same group as Man City, so this is a team that I'm expecting to come out really aggressive and get at least a goal in this match. But that aggressiveness is going to leave it vulnerable defensively. Chelsea's going to take advantage. So both of these teams are going to score, and that's where we're going.
0: So let me ask you this. If both teams are going to score and the over is just two and a half, what would you think about if somebody asked, and I know they're going to, about playing the over as well, which would just need one more goal to happen?
1: I don't hate it. I just think that both teams to score is much more likely than getting three goals because that way we could still get a one-to-one match. And that's Chelsea is going Chelsea's very good defensively and they are going to park the bus as much as possible because they don't have to score to win. They're just going to be able to score. So if Chelsea does get a goal, they're pretty much going to shut down shop.
0: Got it. Okay, very good. All right, let's move on to Wednesday. Again, both games on Paramount plus Borussia Dortmund taking on Man City. Now Man City wins 2-1 in the first leg with a score in the 90th minute. Now we cashed a ticket on both teams to score, so we were fine uh, by then at minus 125. Here's what the numbers look like, Tommy, for this week. Uh, Man City, the favorite at minus 150. Uh, Dortmund coming back at plus 375. The draw is plus 310. The over three and a half goals, plus 140. The under coming back as the favorite at minus 170. What do you like?
1: You know, we've talked about this before. The reason I love Manchester City so much is there's no off switch. They lost over the weekend to Leeds United 2-1, to even though Leeds United was down to 10 men for the entire second half. But Leeds United only had two shots on goal. They scored on both of them. And the reason that Leeds United was able to do that, because even though Manchester City had the Premier League wrapped up already and has this match looming when the Champions League... Man City did not go into that match thinking eh, we'll just take this one off and whatever happens happens. They were busy trying to crush Leeds United when they didn't have to and it left them vulnerable in the last minutes and allowed Leeds to get that goal to get the win. So now Man City's coming into this match against Dortmund where it's got a 2-1 lead on aggregate, but Dortmund does have that away goal from scoring that in the first match. So Man City has to score at least one goal in this match to get rid of the tiebreaker, but Man City's not going to stop at one. Ah, Man City never stops. So I'm taking Man city over one and a half goals minus 170 they might get three hell they might get the over three and a half on their own man city is just that potent and they never quit but the over one and a half to me is just it's they're printing money with this one
0: i am going to try something here that we do on the early edge and i'm going to test how much you watch the normal show here we go minus 170 man city over one and a half goals now a lot of people might think that's a lot of juice but here on the show sometimes the juice tommy
1: it's worth the squeeze, coach.
0: You're damn right it is. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my. I might not even be able to finish the show. All right. Game number four, Liverpool-Real Madrid. Again, Wednesday, 3 Eastern. Real Madrid took the first leg 3-1. to one. It's the only game that we dropped. Uh, last week, match was even more lopsided than what the score would have showed. Um, here's what the numbers look like, Tommy. Uh, Liverpool, minus 105. Real Madrid coming back at plus 255. The draw is plus 285. The total over three and a half, plus 140. The under coming back as the favorite at minus 170. What do you like? <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is, you know, what a what a week for Real Madrid. First of all, they beat Liverpool three to one last week, and then they came over the weekend and beat their arch rival Barcelona two to one in a absolute downpour. And now they're gonna try to beat Liverpool again. But with that three to one lead, I'm kind of scared to bet the winner or the draw here because it's kind of that's kind of up in the air with given the aggregate situation. Real Madrid might be a little more defensive, but I know the listed totals three and a half. I'm gonna buy a goal pretty much. I'm gonna go okay. over two and a half at minus one seventy this one because Liverpool is as we've talked about already with the other picks, Liverpool has to come out and try to score as many goals as possible because they're down 3-1. to one. So Liverpool is going to be super aggressive. But the problem Liverpool has had all season with the injuries it's had and the problem Liverpool had in the first match because of the problems it has defensively is it can't stop anybody from scoring, coach. And Vinicius Jr., who plays for Real Madrid, their attacker, their striker, is incredibly quick. He can. He took advantage of Liverpool very much in the first match. And now with Liverpool having to completely press and bring everybody forward to try to score a bunch of goals, that's going to give him plenty. Any chances to counter, so I like over two and a half. And the reason I don't want to go with over three and a half is kind of like we talked about earlier. I feel like if Real Madrid does get its goal, if it comes early, especially, they can afford to then park the bus because then they're going to have a four to one lead, and it's really just going to be about keeping Liverpool from scoring too often. So I think over two and a half is the much safer play than over three and a half.
0: It's a great teaching moment, really. We talk about all the time education. And entertainment. And for those people who are very new to MMA betting, buying a goal or excuse me, soccer betting is buying a goal is essentially like buying points in in basketball or football. But the odds change because you're trying to make it in your favor. And that's what Tommy is trying to do for you. Make it better because the three goals looks really good. But to get to four, that's a big, big deal uh, in the soccer world. We're up against it. Let's go. Jiller. thank you very much. Here's what our recap looks like right now. Tommy is on. Byron, team total over two and a half goals. That means they have to score three. It's coming back at plus 210. In the Chelsea-Porto match, both teams to score, minus 115. Now, on Wednesday, Man City, team total, they're going to score over one and a half. That means they have to score at least two. That's going to be minus 170, but they never take their foot off the gas. And Then in the final game, Liverpool-Madrid, over two and a half. You're going to buy a goal down. To two and a half, but you're going to lay 170 instead of the plus money at over three and a half. Make sure you do that. Now, in our parlays, if you parlay Tuesday up together, it's going to give you a return of a plus 480. If you parlay Wednesday's plays together, it's going to give you a return of plus 152. Whew. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these Champions League tickets straight to the pay window for Tommy. Take the bass out of your voice, Frenelli. For Jeweler, our producer puts it all together. I am the coach. It doesn't matter the sport, the day, the time. Turn on your notifications. You never know when something new is going to be dropping into your feed and you don't want to get shut out. I am the coach. Remember, this is the only place where there's Champions League, golf, MMA, or just our regular show for your daily early edge. Good luck.